Hot dogs or brats? You're listening to Wildcats in the podcast. I'm here with the Wildcats man himself. <laughs> Charlie. Mm. <laughs> We've also got Spencer here. Yeah. The Wildcats envoy. How's it going? Uh, uh, it's going well, Spencer, but for me, but Charlie doesn't seem that would be true. He doesn't seem well, but... I'm the Wildcat right. squire, right? That's right. And I'm... I'm yeah. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, okay, better than last time. You need time to we work recorded. on how good you seem. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I feel like so far I've been seeming as bad as I could. Yeah, I'm happy that you are okay, <laughs> but you need to sell it for everyone else. Yeah, seem your best, Charlie. <laughs> Hello, Wildcats fans. It's Charlie. That's, see, that's I'm good. here with the Wildcats man Adam and the Wildcats envoy Spencer. What's up? <laughs> Charlie's best is like Evil Knievel or something. <laughs> always That's the best I could be. <laughs> At his best when he's introducing people. We've got an incredible performance for you today. We've got 15 cars lined up and the Wildcats are going to rock their rocking music over all of them. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. The music will be above the cars. Whoa. Yeah. It's going to we'll complete speakers up. It's going to clear all 15 cars without smashing any of them. <laughs> <laughs> so what's new, guys? What's what's happening? Well, I donated 5 cars to the podcast this week. That was tough. To the American Podcast Foundation? To the the, the Wildcats podcast for oh, the stunt. Oh, that's why I got a new car delivered to my house. Yeah, you were supposed to line those yeah. all up so Shit. our music could jump them. Oh, oh God. Well, I'm just going to drive Unfortunately, Wildcats fans, we only have 14 <laughs> of the cars lined up. All right, I'm so on my way. So the performance will be stalled. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, is yeah. the 15th car, what if Spencer comes in too fast on the 15th car and accidentally jumps the other 14 cars in that car? Oh, like God. how our music is supposed to. I promise that won't happen, okay? I promise. Okay, okay Spen. <laughs> you're a really good driver swear. okay i pinky swear okay put I'm your con- faith in me come on <laughs> all right i'll give it up credit where credit's due yeah um well that's cool that you did that this week that's really nice um charlie what have you been up to oh uh, you know put in the pedal to the metal uh driving each each of these cars into uh <laughs> formation uh just like beyonce you're telling me you know, when life gives you lemons, as in bad cars, make right. lemonade and put them all in a formation to rock your music over. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you took you took what little materials you had and you ran with it and you made something good. Yeah, I liked the I, I really admire Beyonce and I really respect her how she put all her songs out there and rocked her music. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That's the best part of her. <laughs> I just really have a lot of respect for her for that. Yeah. No, absolutely. You Spencer, guys ever, what's going oh. on with you this week? Uh, do I have to make a car <laughs> joke? <laughs> no. Uh, you can do whatever you want, man. All right. Um, I got a new job. Whoa. Yeah, so that's kind of exciting. Uh, Is it a stunt man? I'm an ice road trucker. <laughs> um, yeah, nothing too new with me. Uh, you guys ever try the snack Moon Cheese? Moon cheese? Moon cheese. Uh, no. I don't think I've had a moon cheese. I remember something called moon cheese, though. I don't remember moon cheese, but 
Moon Cheese is really good. I want to say Moon G was like the name of one of like Charlie's characters in a movie we made in high school. I think Moon G was the name of our fort we made in college <laughs> where my computer got too hot and broke. <laughs> we made a really big blanket and pillow fort and we're watching the Planet of the Apes movies on my computer. And I think because my computer was laying on a blanket instead of a uh, like surface that let it ventilate, it got too hot and it uh, broke. That's so oh. sad. So is that the Moonji you're talking about, Spencer? <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys like? Yeah, we tried. You like it. that? We won't. We won't try it again. Though <laughs> we had a bad experience. Yeah. No. That Moon cheese breaks your computers. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah, but tell us tell us about your experience with it, Spencer. Pro con, moon cheese. Uh, it's good. It's like uh, it's like dehydrated cheese balls, kind of. They're like um, oh, we crunchify a hundred percent natural cheese into the tastiest all cheese snack possible on this planet, at least. Moon cheese contains all the goodness of cheese <laughs> and is a perfect on the go healthy snack with no refrigeration required. Moon cheese hits the spot for indulging alone, but of course we encourage you to share moon cheese generously. <laughs> I've had moon cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> okay, he admits it. <laughs> Guilty as charged. I'm glad they crunchified it. Yeah, it was the the, the old recipe before they crunchified it was uh, not as good. They also nutra dried it. That has that has a trademark. Oh, oh no, that's cool. that's the name of the company at nutra dried. We care about healthy snacking and are dedicated to creating products that taste great naturally. Products that taste great for you to eat by yourself or. You could also share. Share with your friend. <laughs> yeah. Nothing says healthy to me like a dried out husk. Of <laughs> <laughs> pasteurized cheese. Yeah. It is. Well, how hmm. do you like it, Ben? Oh, yeah. It's really good. I've eaten a lot of it over the course of the past um, couple weeks. Oh. Moon cheese consumption is up. Do you think you've equaled a whole wheel yet? A whole <laughs> wheel of cheese? Uh, probably not, probably not, but um, wheels of cheese are pretty big, I would say. Hmm. But yeah. that's just me saying that. You know, others would probably argue that they're not that big. I really appreciate the person who wrote the copy for the Moon Cheese. Yeah. It's his dedication to explaining all the things you can do with a food. <laughs> <laughs> that is really good. Um, I'm looking at one-star reviews of Moon Cheese on Amazon. Nothing funny yet. Yeah. Is it it just people who don't like cheese? Well, this one says, not the cheesy poofs you're looking for. This guy says, so disgusting that I couldn't spit it out fast enough. Oh, that can't be right, sir. This is one of the worst-tasting things I've ever tried to eat. What? It tastes like rotten cheese so much that I couldn't force myself to swallow it. My dog went absolutely nuts for them, though, so there's that, I guess. Yeah. Oh, this like one says, "Doggy this one would says love it. someone, it's so disgusting that I can't spit it out. Uh, oh. they've, they've been trying to spit it out all week, uh, and it just won't come out of their mouth. Wow. The, the oh. cheese ball is stuck to the roof of their mouth, and they're not sure what to do. The doctors say that, uh, you know, sometimes something happens and you just have to live with it. Uh did you guys hear that great piece of uh, Hollywood lore ever that in the for The Godfather, Marlon Brando famously stuck two balls of moon cheese into his cheeks to get the role of Don Vito? Yeah, I did hear about that. 
So cool. I didn't. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Sorry I'm eating peanuts on the podcast. I forgot to like pour yeah. them away. That's yeah, okay. Sorry, sorry if anyone has allergies. You uh, don't need to. I say eat more peanuts, if anything. More like eat. Do you remember that time? Uh, <laughs> okay. That Julius Caesar and his friends were going out for dinner and Brutus wasn't sh- he they they all had one date from the plate but then there was like not enough for everyone to have a second one and Brutus clearly really wanted one so Caesar said eat two Brute <laughs> That's not, uh yeah I remember that That's a yeah. piece of like Rome lore it's like Hollywood and Rome to me are kind of like my two things That's true I would say that um, <laughs> That's probably more true yeah. right <laughs> Movies and Roman history. Hmm. Adam. Uh, I have a fun game. Not really a game, but okay. uh, a fun thing that I just looked up, and it seems a little bit fun. Uh, I looked up random <laughs> quote generator. Uh, I can just generate some random quotes, and we can discuss them. All right, well, guess who said it? This isn't for me. Huh? You just you said Adam. I found a thing to do. I did not say Adam. I think you heard me say Adam, but I didn't say that. Oh. I heard him say Charlie. Yeah, but I was Listeners, ta- I, I know I was just talking to myself. So Listeners, my- roll back the tape. When Spencer says your name, uh please please call call your <laughs> Senator. The your yeah, your senator, your friends, the ombudsman. Show them all Spencer saying your name on the podcast and go <laughs> Wow. See what they think. Yeah. Uh, all right, so yeah, we'll, we can try and guess who the quote is by. Should be really easy. Yeah, this, I mean, there's not that many people. Um, first quote: "We are each other's angels. We meet when it is time." Who said it? Well, it's either Brando or Brutus. You're not far from the truth <laughs> in a, in a singular way. Is it is it like one of the like founders of the UN talking about the UN? I actually don't know who this fucker is. Let me look. Let me look him up. <laughs> uh, is it someone named Brandon? Is it Brandon Flowers? No, but their their last name does start with B R. Can we get the quote again? Sure. B Arthur. Um, <laughs> we are each other's angels. We meet when it is time. Supreme Court Justice oh. Stephen Breyer. No. It's Chuck Brodsky. He's an American musician and singer-songwriter currently living in Asheville, North Carolina. <laughs> oh, so he has like a, a songwriting partner that he works with occasionally. Yes. Perhaps. Perhaps. Gonna... Or not. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's talking <laughs> talking to his guitar or the engineer. This is this yeah. this next quote's really good, and it's by someone who is guessable. Okay. A bore. Oh. A bore is a fellow who opens his mouth and puts his feet in it. Uh, Oscar Wilde. That's from the Metamorphosis, right? From the Office, yeah. It's it's Michael Scott. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Wait, is it bore b o o r or b o a r? B o. It is b o r e, like a boring oh, person. A bore. A bore. A damn was fool. my guess wrong? What are you? You said Oscar Wilde. It's not Oscar Wilde. Um, it's. Some, I assume he hates boars. Right. No, that makes sense. Uh, 
This guy seems like he might be a bit of a bore, but he also seems like he might have been responsible for uh, Ted Kaczynski. the invention of cars. John Ford? Henry Ford? <laughs> there it is. Henry Ford. Henry Ford. Ford Ferrari? Fuck, I said the wrong thing. Yeah, Ford. you almost got it. He got the steal. Uh, I wonder who his angel was. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's hard to say. Put a rubber uh, to the road. Yeah. <laughs> My angel. <laughs> Putting rubber to the road. Well, we have to we have Henry Ford to thank for our cool stunt tonight. Oh yeah, Spencer, how's how's that car going? Uh, I'm almost there. You I'm almost there. Yeah. I'm almost okay. there. Okay. Okay. It's in uh it's in gear, so it should be there soon. <laughs> Hey, uh, okay. Okay. Hey, baby steps, my man. You gotta take the small steps to get to the big steps. True. And <laughs> I've never heard anyone enunciate it. Hey, baby steps. <laughs> that was a good quote. And here's another good quote from someone. It is not enough to reach for the brass ring. You must also enjoy the merry-go-round. Uh, P.T. Barnum. This is a woman who is an actor. Um... And she's been in some famous things. Catherine Zeta-Jones. Absolutely not. But is this when Scarlett Johansson was in, like, We Should Buy a Zoo or whatever? (laughs) Um, The prequel to We Bought a Zoo? (laughs) I get this woman is closer to (laughs) We Should Buy a Zoo. Oh, my God. Uh, This woman's closer to Catherine Zeta-Jones' age than Scarlett Johansson's age. Um, okay, she's Renee Zellweger. No, oh, she's older than Renee Zellweger, and she may have played a famous nanny. Mrs. Oh. Doubtfire. The quote wasn't by Mrs. Doubtfire, unfortunately. <laughs> Ugh, what is her name? I don't know. It's the nanny person. Uh, it's not. It's you. It's not Fran Drescher. Okay. Well, a Disney nanny. A Disney nanny. Is there a oh, nanny okay, in so the Parent we're, Trap? We're clearly. I don't know who played this person, but we're clearly. I know what, what we're talking. What it's, are we talking, Frendo Spendo? It's not enough to reach for the brass ring. You must also enjoy the merry-go-round. Thank you for that beautiful quote, <laughs> Julie Andrews. Oh, that's what oh. I was going to guess. The Poppins monster. Yeah, popping off. Like, um, uh, like yeah, the I knew it was Poppins. I couldn't. I didn't know who played Poppins. Too, if I'm honest, hey, I'm surprised kn- she played two big musical nannies, right? Because she was in the the one about uh, what if we were, what if we bought a Swiss zoo? Yes, um, uh, Sound of Music. <clears throat> it's funny because the merry-go-round is probably a pun there, right? A spoonful of sugar helps the merry-go-round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you guys want one, one more quote? Absolutely. Yeah, let's do a final quote. This one's for all the marbles. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. This quote is, there is creative reading as well as creative writing. And this okay, quote so was written by a writer. So it's got to be a principal or... Mm. I think, you know, let's you know, let's start guessing some writers. <laughs> Hemingway. Right. <laughs> um, nice. Nice guess. <laughs> Dude, nice. Uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald. No. Uh, Who's that guy? Zelda Fitzgerald. <laughs> this this writer has actually some relation to Wildcats. 
Oscar Wilde. <laughs> well, that's not a bad guess, Charlie, but it's not right. <laughs> uh, this writer has some... Some. Summer. Is it your dad? It's not my dad. Is it... Uh, is it uh, the, are they in the song a bit, something about an author? They're not. They, they, they might have a song title kind of named after them, though. Mm. Okay. In fact, they do. R.L. Stein. No. Well, who else is a writer? Come right. on, guys. Uh, well, no, no. Someone natural. Oh. R.L. Stein. Oh, he had a birthday party. Uh, oh, Ralph Waldo Emerson. There it is. Adam takes it. He's not a writer. Come on. Yeah, what? You're right. So, well, Spencer, that was a great game. You know all of those quotes, right? I do now. Well, that's good to know because l- listeners, Wildcats fans, uh, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest quote of all, Spencer. Um, what was that? Huh? It was just me saying anything. Well, but not you. Oh. What was what? What was was that? Were you just introducing, reintroducing Spencer, Charlie? Yeah, to the to the fans of Wildcat. Oh, <laughs> because appreciate, appreciate the game that. is over at, at at that period. It kind of felt like Spencer was not like Spencer the Wildcat. It was like Spencer the like right. ref, the game maker. Right. And now we're leaving gamesman Spencer and entering the realms yeah. of Spencer. You'll see Spencer Arpeer. again later when he arrives for the big stunt. <laughs> Very true, very true. The same kind of Spencer. The Spencer who's like sort of a master of games. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they call me. Now, Spencer, Spencer, they also call you the lanes master for how deftly you make it through traffic, right? <laughs> there will be any moment here. I should be now, when arriving. That used to, you used to get really <clears throat> really mad about that. It used to hurt your feelings, but now you've been kind of embraced it. What, what changed? <laughs> um, well, you know what? I basically realized that it was not enough to reach for the brass ring and that I also had to enjoy the merry-go-round. And Adam, um, I know our fans have been calling you the pain blaster for the incredible (laughs) massages you give to blast out people's, like, aches and pains. Um, Are you... Do you have anything you want to say to the fans about how... Blasted, uh, they can get okay, yeah. You know, there's a lot of things I, I would like to say to the fans, but specifically about how blasted they can get, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what do you have well, to say about that? <laughs> well, liquor before beer, you're in the clear, beer before liquor, never been sicker, true. Uh, That's red sky, night, uh, sailors delight, <laughs> sailors delight, red sky in the morning. Sailor, take warning. Sailors take warning because of global warming. Oh, yeah. And so that's here. I would also like to announce that because of climate change, I can no longer offer my pain blasting services. My pain blasting massage services. Oh, God. The emissions are too high. I have to put on that whole exoskeleton to do it, and that thing's a gas guzzler. Yeah. That's that's tra- just absolutely tragic to hear, and I know some of our fans are crying right now, waiting it's, to see these cars get into place, knowing mm-hmm. that their it's, pains are not going away. And it's and one of the things we're going to do here is blow up that exoskeleton, which, if I just could give a little more detail, one of the hands 
is it like one of those old like torture sarcophagi where like you get closed in it and spikes crush you and so pretty much what i do is i get in this and then i just pick you up and then it goes like and massages your whole body and i just basically squeeze and then set you down but and i've blasted away your pain but no more and it it really only takes that one hand to do any of the pain blasting. Yeah, the other one, my other hand is just like kind of like clenching up because I'm working so hard. <laughs> but yeah, that thing's not gonna. And then and then that's like uh what? That's like a gallon of gas. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's that's a tragedy. You know, if if and only. I, I, don't know. I, I was doing it for a while. People bring your own gallon of gas, and I can do it. But now I just I can't. The carbon footprint has just been weighing on me. Yeah. Like, it's one of those things, like, if only, like, the government would put funding into renewable energy sources and stuff, like, I bet eventually there could be an electric massage exoskeleton, but the tech isn't really there yet, and... And maybe it could even have two hands. NSF, get on it. (laughs) Guys, you want to do one more quote? Oh, bonus round? Sure, okay. a bonus round. And this one is you don't win anything if you win, but if you lose, you go bankrupt. That's right. Welcome, listeners, <laughs> fans of Wildcats. We've got Spencer the Games Master. Back with another bonus round quote. Here it is I could have been a contender. Oh, we need uh, the character name, right? That's Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't think you need the character name. You can tell me the movie and the actor. That's well, good it's enough clearly, for me. Uh, oh, what? Well, it's not funny if I just answer it. <laughs> I guess. Charlie? Marlon Brando as uh, Mark Anthony was. No, he wasn't Mark. No, who mm-hmm. was. Was he ever in one of those movies? It's on the waterfront. It's yeah. Brando on the waterfront. You got it. It's, it's Brando or Brutus. I knew it was one of those. Yeah. Is Br- he saying in The Wrestler? <laughs> Twice, actually, it's kind of weird. Um, good job. Have you ever had a hat so tight couldn't get it off? Yes, <laughs> I have a big, I have a giant like a head. Cheese dilemma. Yeah, I have a giant head, so uh, I have definitely gotten a hat onto my head, but then been like, mm, "This hurts to get off." Damn. Yeah. Was it one of those like uh, hats where instead of like a nice cloth cincher? It was like like on watches. It's like one of those like metal links that you like just clamp, like it clasps, yeah. like a pilgrim like buckle. Like, oh, I see what you're talking about. It was like no, yeah, yeah the, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah, it was it was more of a pilgrim hat, and then as soon as I buckled the buckle, it just <laughs> fused to my head. I feel that though, like a lot of times, like with like a belt type buckle, it's like. Ooh, the hole isn't exactly where I need it, so I have to get to like True. this thing that gets uncomfortable after an hour or so. Yeah, and- we're totally understanding of this, Spencer. Nice. Yeah, Guys, yeah this adds up. That's so <laughs> cool and nice. Uh, yes, thank you. Yeah. Oh, you must have had such a like little red mark on your forehead when you got that <laughs> up. Huh? Yeah, you know I did. <laughs> oh, just a that's, little- that's- <laughs> that's a classic uh honestly yeah yeah you must have been so little in red <laughs> <laughs> you have to know i was <laughs> uh. <laughs> wow 
Wow. Well, how about you, Charlie? Ever had a hat so tight couldn't get it off? Not yet, but one of these days, I'm I'm really hoping. You know, nice. my head's That's ballooning cool. bigger and bigger every day. <laughs> uh, my accomplishments, my the love and respect of my family and peers, yeah, uh, yeah. the Wildcats fans, just filling me up like a little balloon. <laughs> big balloon, though, right? <laughs> yeah, so far, little. Yeah. A big balloon with a little red mark. <laughs> <laughs> Getting bigger every uh, day, though. <laughs> Describing a person as having a little red mark. <laughs> Do you think by the time you like are on your deathbed, your head's just going to be like as big as the hospital bed, or as big as like the room that you're in? Well, At least as big as the Hobbit. <laughs> the movie? <laughs> Pretty small. The Hobbit's smaller than a normal guy. Yeah, but bigger that, than a normal head. That Hobbit. He had a huge ego with a little red mark. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if, while we're talking about... We've talked about authors earlier, and while we're talking about Little Red Marks, I think one of the <laughs> most famous Little Red Marks, which kind of mm. deserves conversation... Uh, I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah, the the Scarlet Letter and Esther Prim? Oh, okay. I, I, thought you'd, would be, I thought you'd go from you know The Hobbit to Harry Potter with the red scar. Oh, oh honestly. Okay, here, Little honest- Red Mark head-to-head. Wow. Scarlet Letter or Harry Potter? What has the better little red mark? Hester versus Harry. Hmm. Hit me up really quick. I feel like Harry's little (laughs) red mark is kind of a Scarlet Z. A Scarlet Letter all of his own. Uh, From A to Z. That's pretty cool. Wow. What's her name? Hester? Hester Prynne. Hester Prynne to Harry Potter. The A to Z of little red marks. (laughs) Yeah, I called her Esther Prim, uh, exactly one letter off on both of her names, yeah. but... That's cool. I tried. You, you did. <laughs> hey, I didn't try because I would have gotten it even worse. You missed yeah, 100% the- percent of the shots you don't take. Now, who's that quote? Bye. That's Michael Scott. <laughs> oh, that that wasn't there an office joke about that? There was, yeah. yeah. Uh, <sighs> but honestly, I say Harry's got Harry's got one of those famous little red marks and i don't know hester adam and i both didn't totally remember her name so true but it's also the whole point of the book is not the name it's the little red mark Mm. that's fair it's the mark itself you guys remember easy a the movie with uh absolutely emma stone yes sure Someone made that movie, and it was Emma Stone. And that's sort of like a modern retelling of The Scarlet Letter, but filmed in Ojai, California. Yeah, does she have a little red mark in that movie? She has a little red head. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well... Any, what else? <laughs> honestly, honestly, I think one of the most famous little red marks in literature, uh, you know, there was once this wolf who saw this little girl walking through the woods and went like, I could take her for all she's got. She's got a picnic basket and I bet I could completely scam her. And, uh, you know, Little Red Riding Hood is maybe one of the most famous Little Red Marks that there is. Oh, wow. Wow. Nice. Nicely done. Well done. And now we should go anywhere else with the, 
with this, but I do appreciate the wordsmanship there. Hey, I googled Harry Potter, and I didn't even go <laughs> over to images, but the first thing it showed me is like I got a sponsored ad on the right of ben- the website Banana- Bonanza selling a uh, 16 by 20 photo of that's not really Emma Watson, but it is a woman wearing a shirt but no pants. <laughs> but they put the photo of Emma Watson on it, and that's the first thing. Would you Google Harry Potter right what? now, for me at least? <laughs> All right, let me test this theory. It's like an ad for like, yeah, like buy this like photo. Weird. It's like a, it's like, like a, a physical photo for sale, and they say it's like a memorabilia photo, but it's clearly just like a photoshopped horny picture of Emma Watson. You are yeah. right. It is really weird. I'm looking at it now. It came so up for you too. It's Harry not just Potter? my targeted ads no. that they thought I'd want to see a fake image of naked Emma Watson. No. So where where in the Google results is on the, this? On the right in the right column above, like the Harry Potter. If you movie have ad thing. block on, you probably won't see it because oh, I was surprised because I wasn't doing it on Firefox. Uh, okay, let me let I me do it on Safari. The ad block. I can just send you the picture. I can send you a screenshot. Oh, what the fuck! <laughs> right. All right, listeners, don't Google Harry Potter in front of your kids. Yeah. NSFW. Wow. Are you wowing because you really like the picture? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> wow, that's hot. Honestly, like, no, but just, like, look <laughs> that's at, like, the that's neck seams. The neck seams worked. Like, they did a good job photoshopping this. What's a neck seam? Like, the seam of the, where Emma Watson's neck meets the... Oh, neck of the model that they photoshopped her on. The neck seam. Okay, I thought you were using the word like N-E-X-I-M, and I'm like, what does that word mean? <laughs> the neck seam on this photo looks great. I wonder what like film stock they use. <laughs> um, yeah. Yep, good neck seam. Yep, well, if anyone wants a physical image of a trouserless Emma Watson that's yeah. fake... It's a, a fake CTK. image of a tr- then, uh, It'll just set you back $30. True. But it's hot. CTK vintage. You can't really put a price on hot. <laughs> it's 16 by 20. Perfect size. That's kind of big. Right? Yeah, right? <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's a weird big where it's also not, like, super big. But it is, like, yeah, that takes up, like... I wonder if they've good sold size of wall. any of those. What's weird is that oh, I'm sure they have. What's weird is that next to like, or if you go to more from this seller on that site, it's all just like other like normal mem- like uh, photo memorabilia, like uh, McGonagall in her hat in front of the chalkboard, Will Smith smiling. Like it's like none of it's like fake Will Smith fake porn shit. It's just like. Oh, these are like other like stills and grabs. And then there's the one <laughs> Emma Watson one. So weird. I wonder if they actually like have these printed or if they just like have these digital images and they're like, we will print this out yeah. and ship it to you. This is good to go and whenever you click on it. Because <laughs> then I could see them like maybe accidentally getting like a weird wrong image because it's like all they do is like aggregate images and then tell you they'll print it out. Don't some books or a lot of books exist in that way online? Like this does, this book doesn't really exist until you order it to, I mean like obviously it exists, the words. Like it isn't even written. No, but like, it's like there's no copies of this book physically until someone orders it. I think that's true of like 
so many things now. Like okay. all of those t-shirts that you see for sale that are like... Like cafe press shit? Oh, yeah, yeah, and all the like super targeted Facebook shirts that are like... <laughs> Things where if you Google anything, it'll be like, you can get that on a shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's so nuts that you can just buy things that don't exist and they just... Hey, supply and demand, right? It's I just a perfect one-to-one. True. I would love to see if, uh, I don't know, if anyone's selling a little red Mark Harry shirt. Potter memorabilia <laughs> on a shirt. <laughs> Top three little red marks. The scarlet letter... <laughs> Harry's scar and Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah, definitive, yeah. definitive list. I'm, I don't think I'll ever add another Little Red Mark. <laughs> this week's episode: the definitive list of Little <laughs> Red Marks. So, Spencer, speaking of the carnival, uh, sure. What is your carnival game of choice? I know a lot of people are big fans of the squirt gun, mm. uh, the little button to make the race win. Right. Uh, a lot of people are fans of the hammer the thing and make the bell ring. A lot of people are fans of uh, throw the dart at the balloon, draw yeah. a random duck. Uh, um, I'm, what's your take? I like uh, I like the dart and the balloon game. I'm pretty good at that. Or I mean, not good. I just, I guess, I just enjoy throwing darts. Um, <laughs> I like the one where you do the underhand baseball toss or underhand softball toss. I like the little, like weird Raggedy Ann people that fall backward. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's fun. Um, hmm. No, I guess you do do an overhand throw on that. Um, what else? I don't know. I like ring toss, even though I know it's like, very rigged. I like carni- carnival games. I like the I like the big fun slide at the carnival. I don't like roller coasters or <laughs> I don't like the tall scary rides. I'm afraid of heights. Yeah. Um. I'm I, like all the ones that like you go on those like, the, like big flippy rides. Flippy and... rides. Nah, get out of here. Um. But carnival food, the- carnival games, carnival entertainment. I'm all about it. A, a good fun house? Are you kidding me? Oh hell yeah. Oh yeah. Talk about that game where you uh, slide a coin onto the thing where it pushes over and over to push more coins off the edge. I know you like oh. that because you like that coin dozer app we uh, used to play. I got a coin to I played, <laughs> I played the shit out of a coin dozer app in college. Yeah. Um, uh, guys, we're forgetting Jacob's ladder. <laughs> what? <laughs> that weird like ladder, but where it like goes to one point and you have to climb it up without it flipping you off. Yeah, that, that was always an impossibility for for. For me, but I, I, I don't like really watching remember it. that one. It's like a yeah, Charlie. Why it looks like a forty-five degree angle rope ladder, basically. The, oh, and you have yeah. to try and climb it without it tipping over. Right, and you have to like make it to the top to win. Correct. Yes. Cool. I should reinstall that Coin Dozer app. We should go to yeah, a I carnival. Would- I would love to get a Jacob's Ladder app. Just see if I can <laughs> get my character. <laughs> it like knows when you're tilting your phone. <laughs> Do you guys remember like the Jacob's Ladder toy, which was like some blocks hooked up with ribbons or something, and they dunk a donked. Hmm. Mm. Not by that description, but I remember like random girl classmates having like those like. Kind of like they're like shoelaces almost, and they would like weave them in and out of their fingers and make like, uh, yeah, 
Jacob's so ladder. So I'm and seeing. Stuff. I looked up the Jacob ladder. So it's like, yeah, it's like panels strapped together. Yeah, and they donk a donk <laughs> off each other. They do. They do. I kind of remember that. I didn't have one. What did you look up to find it? Jacob's ladder toy. Toy. Okay. You're thinking cat's cradle. Is that the string? I'm thinking where you of, make yep, this stuff. I'm but there, I think there is a Jacob's ladder cat's cradle fig- configuration. Probably. Uh, we oh. did we did like a cat's cradle unit in third grade or something. <laughs> yeah. So I have like a medium good understanding of cat's cradle type stuff. I did. I had like a yo-yos and boombox unit in third grade. <laughs> I remember. I think my class did that. <laughs> Yo-yos and boomboxes. Is it just like teaching you how to do like the like repeat once button on the boombox and stuff? (laughs) Yeah, well, it's like you know how to use it and then you know how to carry it around on your shoulder or set it down on the corner and you and your friends are just like doing your yo-yos on the corner with the boombox. That's cool. Yeah. You can like sort of mess with like the EQ on it and stuff. Yeah. It's really important to know when you press the super bass button. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, True. Yeah. Which it's when you can't hear the bass. Really. <laughs> yeah. And that's why it's so it's so it's so elementary now, but back then it was a really important lesson. Well, yeah, you're a kid. Like you're also learning like frac what fractions are. Timing like, is everything, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. third grade, like what was I was learning who Harry Potter was, one of the first uh little red marks that I got to know that well, you know? One of the best little red marks. As far as I'm yeah, but also the last one because he's the Z. True. Yeah. True. 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 The last great little red mark. Or is little Mary red scar? Is little red Riding Hood the last because she's uncategorized? Like, is she like the various artists at the end of iTunes? Nah, I think we've got nah. no. No. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I hey, think man, she's. You first make the call. <laughs> you make the call. Yeah. I think yeah, I think we've got the beginning and the end, and everything else has to be in between. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, and I'll go to bat. I'll go to bat for that. It seems like you will. You fought me on it. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of bats, did you have any good Batman toys growing up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely did. Uh, cool. I, I never liked Batman. Actually, I was never a Batman fan. Cool. Uh, I was. What about you, Charlie? Yeah, I, I may have had one, but I also feel like Spencer. Like I was not like I don't feel like I was a Batman kid growing up. I was all X Men. I feel that I didn't have that many action figures on my own accord. Uh, mm. like superheroes, Trevor did. You were more of like an aggregator. <laughs> oh, absolutely! I was just you know. <laughs> Collecting, keeping collecting. track of your friends' like action figures. <laughs> you were just like, guys, guys, guys. If you all just put your action figures at my house, then come over. <laughs> you can play with so many more action figures than you would get to if we all separated to our own houses. <laughs> um, and and we listened to you. In all honesty, uh, there was a period where I was a kid where I had to go to sure, office. me too depot with my dad and i got really excited because i got a like a file folder uh and set up this whole system where you had to fill out a form if you wanted to play one of the gamecube games uh so and you had to like sign out the game and like write uh like sign it back in and like check mark that you put other games back in their case 
Uh, and it was okay. a it was a really intense system I made with this file folder, and I, it brought me so much joy. <laughs> and, and how little you've changed <laughs> with the Wildcats also, metadata. I also got a file folder uh, that I was really excited about, where I was going to type up the rules to all the games that Trevor and I like to play and uh, alphabetize them. Uh, put them I in the did also like really love getting like office organizational stuff from my dad when I was a kid. Right? It I, was like it was really fun and satisfying. Yeah, definitely. I I would make these games that I would go. I would print them off on like I would I would make the whole game in Microsoft Word, and then I'd print off all the pages, and then I'd go to Office Max, and I'd get each page individually laminated, and they were like, it was like a. Kind of, it was kind of like Dungeons and Dragons, but kind of also like Stardew Valley or Harvest Moon or Farmville. Like there was shops where you could buy different like crops, and like I, I was. So it's like Cakewalk. Yeah, it's a lot like Cakewalk actually. <laughs> For the listeners, Cakewalk is uh, Cakewalk is a still incubating board game uh, <laughs> that idea that I have. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was it was kind of like a very early. Uh, role-playing, like, farm town game. Um, but it's all without any pieces. It's just all, like, you just say, like, okay, yeah, like, I'm going to buy this house and I'm going to get these crops and these animals and talk to these people. And I had all the characters. And um, and my mom actually took me to a patent lawyer in Joliet because I, <laughs> I wanted to get the game patented. And they just... <laughs> I don't really, <laughs> I don't really remember how the meeting went, but I know that he, the guy, was just like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> like, you are like eight and trying to explain to me a hypothetical game where you pretend to have like farmland. Oh, excuse me. hell yeah! And uh, that was that. Yeah. Um, at one point when I was a kid. I, uh, we were going to have a sleep away for my elementary school class. We're having a field trip to the, uh, I think the field museum. Uh, and we were doing a lock in there and to prep for it. I went to my dad's office and was, uh, I photocopied certain arcs in a, uh, goosebumps, choose your own adventure book. (laughs) So I could, Tell you just a normal story from the Goosebumps Choose Your Own Adventure <laughs> book where you wouldn't have to make any of the choices. Wow. And I like that's photocopied so like funny. S- that's just so much worse than doing like <laughs> having the people choose. Just bring the book. Yeah. Also, <laughs> let me, like my guess is no one sat down and listened to your story. <laughs> did not bring it. Uh, did like <laughs> probably left the papers at my dad's office where I like photocopied like prob. I think I did several different arcs, which means like there's sixty pages that I photocopied like five different times oh while I was God. doing this That's and incredible. stapled together. I did a lock-in at the Field Museum once when I was a little kid through Indian Guides. Nice. Nice. Isn't that interesting? Maybe maybe, uh, maybe uh, we both saw that dino, but on different nights. <laughs> I think the answer is yes. Absolutely. <laughs> it was because we also did them at the Shedd Aquarium in elementary school, and I felt like 
that worked way better because uh oh. <laughs> wow, because i feel like the uh the field museum was way too scary like they had like the mummy shit there at the time and so i just remember a part in the middle of the night where everyone was just like we're sleeping in a museum with mummies in it this is terrifying and my dad <laughs> having to like chaperone a bunch of like nine-year-olds who are like no, I can't go to sleep. There are m- literal, like, mummies and, like, spooky nights here. <laughs> like, where did you sleep? I know I slept right next to a Coke machine. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I'm not totally sure I remember. I think, like, maybe in the, like, coal mining exhibit. Uh, but... <coughs> I, thought I, you, be... I thought you slept on King Arthur's throne. <sighs> no. Oh. I called King Arthur's throne, but... Oh, you know, you stayed it. up a little too late and someone got there first. Is the Field Museum the museum where there's like the Polynesian longhouse um, and like you can like go in like. The, yeah. Uh, is it? Okay, cool. Field, Muse- Field Museum is one of my favorite museums, but I have not been in so long. Well, if you if you want to get a taste of the Field Museum, but you don't want to go, you can chat online with one of the dinosaurs. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, okay, I'll, yeah. Do, I'll do that. We've done it on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> really? Betsy and I went to, yeah. What Betsy, <laughs> Maximo's his name. Oh, oh, yeah, wait, what's I, his name? What's his Maximo. I uh, vaguely do remember I'll send that. You, I'll send you the link, Spencer. You can chat with Maximo. <laughs> Guys, here's the a, here's a thing about me you probably don't know. I don't like dinosaurs. Oh, fuck off. Well, uh, tell him to your face. <laughs> Just message the dinosaur <laughs> and tell him I don't like him? Yeah, here, I'll put it in there. It's this little bubble at the bottom right. <laughs> so, Charlie, you had a pretty strong reaction to my not liking dinosaurs. Um, Yeah, it's just dinosaurs. Pretty cool. Um, Betsy and I went to the Field Museum this summer, so I could give you an update on your favorite museum. I just liked the little longhouse area. Um, we didn't make it there. We didn't have wow. that much time, actually. Wow. But could I could I vote for we don't hear this update? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it really good? Is it not the? Did, have you talked about this on the podcast before? <laughs> uh, was this was this I, where you I did like the bug tour? Yeah, 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 we went on the bug tour at it. You definitely talked about that on the podcast. <laughs> and I probably talked about all of the old animals that are there. The specimens that are from the World's Fair. Probably. We we, we, we talked about uh, how there was the, the, the lions from Ghost in the Darkness. Mm-hmm. Go back okay. and listen to that episode, listeners. What epi- one of what this is now is the third episode that we've talked about the Field Museum at length. <laughs> Maybe we should go and then have a review episode. Well, that's, what Char- that's what Charlie's trying to do. <laughs> yeah, but it'd be fun if we Honestly, all went. It would be kick-ass if Wildcats did a tour of Museum Campus. <laughs> sure. Hit up the Adler. Hit up the I'm, field. I'm going to do those. that sometime like this summer. That would be kick-ass. Hell yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, I also wanted to tell our listeners that uh, there is a uh, three-part and the mini-series coming soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Worth saying. It's a sci-fi. It's a three-part sci-fi alternate universe mini-series about the... And it's and the... And it's got uh, us three here, me, Charlie Spencer, and Tim is on it. And Tim yeah. is not to be missed. And that'll probably come out soon. Tim and is so good. And if you've been... If you've noticed me coughing on this episode or my voice cracking in places where it doesn't normally, 
uh, get fucking stoked for uh, <laughs> that mini series because I I do some incredible coughing. Yeah, it is interesting. Like you're gonna sound healthier and healthier on the podcast, and then there will be just <laughs> the biggest sick sounds. <laughs> yeah, honestly, speaking of uh, sick sounds, uh, say something honest. <laughs> I've never seen The Sixth Sense. <laughs> nice, neither have I. Uh, I've seen it. Nice. Oh, I would figure for Mr. Hollywood. <laughs> uh oh, and I'm Mr. Sensual. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll give you that, but <laughs> I like saying the word yeah. "sensual" as "sensual." Oh, makes it more fun. I like that too. I like when you say it. Thanks. Ooh, did you guys hear that big racing car? I did hear that, but I, I couldn't did. tell what it was. It sounded more like an ominous, like musical sting. Honestly, it sounds like Spencer's pulling up. <laughs> I, oh, I already pulled up. I'm already in line, guys. Oh, okay. Should we have our music jump the cars? Yeah, let's do it. No better time than the present? Sure. Okay, here it comes. Wow, look at it going up over all the cars. Yeah, Wildcats fans, that music is jamming up over all of those cars. (laughs) It's beautiful. And it's not crushing a single car. Wow. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> this. The moment I've been waiting for. I think it's going to be a good night. <laughs> God, I hope so. Oh, Spen. It'll be a great night for you, kiddo man. Think so? Here comes the transition listeners where I edit in the actual song. There, now they can hear it, but we can't. Just imagine. The music has flown over all of the cars and is now free. (laughs) And Spencer hopes that he has a good night. Ah, I surely do. Spencer, you usually listen to Anda when you're getting ready for bed, right? (laughs) Uh, nope. Sorry, man. When do you usually listen to Antha? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I listen to Antha if I'm in the car. It's the only place I really okay. listen to podcasts. It's the only place they really listen to you, huh? Is that how you feel? <laughs> that I, I guess I also feel that. Yeah. Do you yeah. ever feel like some of the people on some of your most favorite podcasts don't even know you exist? Um, e- let's think. No. I don't. Because you've met them? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I guess some of my favorite podcasts. I haven't met anyone from Not Another D&D podcast. Um, So to to answer your question, I don't feel that way. It's a good answer to a bad question. (laughs) What about you, Charlie? Who do you wish knew you existed? Oh, honestly, most (laughs) of all. Uh Uh-huh. Santa. <laughs> That's great. Know. Sam? If you could pick Santa. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's, if you yes, could Sam. Sp- I'm like, huh? <laughs> Spencer, if you could pick one person in the whole world who just, like, knew of you. Probably, like, followed you on Insta as well. Damn. And, like, maybe, like, and it's just, like, they didn't know you before, but they're just like, oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, Spencer LeBute. Like, yeah, I know who he is. <sighs> That's such a good question. 
Damn. Yeah, for me, it's definitely Sam. Sam was this really <laughs> cool kid in one, one of my college classes. Uh, I feel like they always like had had like really insightful answers and cool clothes and you but know. He sat, did he see sat like f- closer to the front of the class, closer <laughs> to the chalkboard than you, so he never saw you. Right, and but like not like in a nerdy way, and kind of like so like Sam would come in kind of late to class uh, with their skateboard and like. Just like sit up front because that was the only seat that was left. But like, I remember you still was he, good at school. He had this vibe that was almost like the first skater who honestly could get elected president. That's what the, that yeah. Killers album Samstown's about. Yeah, is that like Sam's Club? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's also like Sam's Club. Yeah. How many people do you think bought Sam's Town at Sam's Club? And do you think they offered like a <laughs> like a deluxe edition that only Sam's Club got? Damn, I don't think that, but I'm sure there were several people who bought it at Sam's Club. Does Sam's Club exist still? Yes. I think so. I think it's just kind of regional-ish. Um, hmm. Yeah, I think so. Regional Philbin. Is there anything there? <laughs> yeah. There is, and you found it. <laughs> you found the <laughs> one aspect. Oh, so it's... Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. What's better, Regional Philbin or Region Philbin? <laughs> Region's really good. um to answer your question adam my choices would be shia or charlize whoa shia or charlize yeah cool i think it'd be crazy to know that like kim jong-un was aware of you but i guess i wouldn't want that i feel like i would want i don't want i'm i'm glad he doesn't know about me yeah I, i feel like it would still be like cool to be like i don't know that like uh Maria Menounos? Well, that would suck. <laughs> <laughs> or like, who's the like like the prime minister of New Zealand? Like <laughs> Jacinda Ardern yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like that would be like <laughs> that'd be so boring. Oh. <laughs> but just like knowing that like who a head cares? of state knew who you were. <laughs> no, that sucks. I think it's not good. I think it would be really cool if um. Uh, what's the what is it called at Regal Cinemas or is it what's the what's the one Maria Menounos hosts? Uh, that's is that called the Five? It would be cool. It'd be really cool if on whatever movie theater chain has the little like right. show before the trailers that is hosted by Maria Menounos. AMC. If she was just okay. What what and what's it called? I'm I'm trying to find it. Maria Menounos okay. pre movie thing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. AMC, um, the AMC tw- minute. The tw- what's the twenty? The, tw- the, the twenty used to be AMC. First, first look, first look. Oh, okay, AMC first look with Maria Menounos. If like every time she was just like, and I know I'm not supposed to go off script, but please check out Rain Upon My Gable, and then, like she gets cut off. <laughs> yeah, and, like every time she's just like, and uh, last but not least, like you saw this, you saw that Kevin. Was in a movie with Steven. You saw that Ryan was in the new movie about the spaceship. Ben, before we go, I just want to tell you about Wildcats. Please, go check out Wildcats, please! Then, like, the feed cuts. <laughs> or, but, like, imagine if, like, Angela Merkel, like, posted her favorite podcast of the year and Clear, Bright, Dark Night was on there. I wouldn't like hey, that. Didn't ever- I wouldn't like that as much as I liked Charlize Theron <laughs> or Shia LaBeouf doing that. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Like... That's fair that you think that, but I feel like how much content 
is Angela Merkel trying to sling, right? How much is she trying to sell? Right. Whereas, like, Charlize Theron, she's always out there trying to get you to watch a movie, trying to get you to watch a TV show. Angela Merkel, she's like, yeah, I don't really have any skin in the game, but I do want you to check out this podcast. I feel, <laughs> I, yeah, like, I, I feel like Charlize Theron's done, like, a little plug for, like, hundreds of, like, people's content. Sure. I'm... What I, I get what you're saying, and I'm yeah. saying I'm, ha- I'm happy. I'm happy Merkel. to be in those numbers. Yeah, the, yeah. I'm not trying to convince you. I'm just saying yeah. like that's why yeah. I think Merkel. There's there there's something there. There's something to be said there's about some, there's that. Something and, to be said, yeah. and we said it. Like that's true. I mean, like I'm just trying to think of like other worldly. Like if Netanyahu was like, also please go check out Wildcats. Like yeah, that'd be insane. Uh, I don't know if, like, Jimmy Carter was like, hey, you should really check out, like, Charlie O'Hara's article in Phenology. Like, right. I would think I would think that was pretty cool. But, but uh, this did well, start... Obama said that there was, like, a sci-fi book he liked. That's true. And he Obama? was like, I loved it. It was so good. Yeah, I'm sure it probably sold a lot of copies. That's true. Um, I, think <laughs> it, I think it did start, though. The question started different than it ended. Like, Yeah, but you've answered that question. Right, true. Okay, yeah. So if it was if it was purely about like So I'm now talking about Maria Menunos. Right. <laughs> taking over the feed. Yeah, Maria Menunos or Charlie's. <laughs> Who would you prefer? Angela Merkel or Maria Menunos. Huh. It is it is tough because you want to pick someone who would care. <laughs> Angela Merkel. Like, feels... yes, I, I know about this person now and I give a shit. If I could get Elizabeth Banks in her costume from Hunger Games giving a speech about Wildcats or Clear Bright Dark of Night and then ending it by saying, may the odds be ever in your favor, that's my number one choice. Whoa. That would be sick. My favorite. Could Maria Menounos at least be like in the background just like at like a congressional thing where someone's talking but there's like (laughs) professionals lined up before (laughs) behind them? Could Maria Menounos at least be back there nodding and then clapping at the end? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I think. I think if, like, if we combine all our all of our ideas, it's the best possible. <laughs> yeah, Netanyahu. I, <laughs> I think it'd be really cool if like Tiesto posted an Instagram story that was just like my <laughs> high school yearbook photo, just like <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any like weird Euro dance <laughs> DJ? <laughs> like, 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 I like this guy. This guy's a good guy. Inexplicably, like a hundred million followers on Instagram <laughs> just posting your yearbook photo. <laughs> thumbs up to Charlie O'Hara. Charlie got the Tiesto thumbs up. <laughs> oh Steve Aoki. <laughs> Love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Just grabbing like the easiest to find public domain photo of me. Yeah. <laughs> be like my cool. LinkedIn photo from 2011. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we uh, go away for a week? Yeah. Hey, Catsy's coming up soon, guys. When? Who knows? Sure, who knows? Should we just do them on Oscar night? When's Oscar night? I don't know. February something. Well, that's an idea. Oscar night 2020, baby. Let's see. 
It could be like a bonus episode that we do release like the same day. February 9th. On, as always on a Sunday. Ah, that is really bad for me. Well, we don't nice. have to... We, we, we release it on February 9th. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's really bad for you every the day ninth, between now The 9th is better for me than the days before it. Every uh, day? There's 19 the, days. The week before it is bad. The next All right, well, two... you heard it here first. It won't come out before <laughs> February 9th. Charlie has canceled all of those dates we'll talk we'll talk off air <laughs> sure <laughs> la 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 sure la, la. we will sure we will um speaking of canceled uh we should just talk about Spencer. it on air it's funnier when we fight about stuff okay well speaking of canceled uh <laughs> you guys are gonna get canceled for being mean to me all right uh cancel me let's fight about whatever the next thing you were gonna say it was fine Okay, I was speaking of getting canceled. Uh, have you seen Spencer's old tweets? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, I gotta scrub those. Um, oh, you know I haven't seen those, Charlie. All my 2014 Louis C.K. worship tweets. <laughs> gotta get them out of here. You were just posting his yearbook photos with thumbs ups <laughs> attached. <laughs> Yeah, check this guy out. <laughs> this guy's awesome. <laughs> All right, should we go? <laughs> yes, please. I'll give the listeners a break. Let's give them something yeah. to talk about. If there's one thing you need to know, listeners, it's that <clears throat> we- me and Spencer would have bothered you all week if Charlie didn't save you here. Shouts out to Charlie. Shouts out. Yeah. Shouts out. I just straight up canceled Adam and Spencer's plan. <laughs> You're just canceling people left and right, willy nilly. Tim, great power, great yeah. power. <laughs> yeah. Um, Was that Yoda? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what happened with Spider Man when he realized that he had to be responsible. Is because after he saved some bad, uh, uh, saved some, <laughs> <laughs> saved some good guys from some bad guys. One of the good guys went. Whoa, great power. <laughs> and then he was like, oh my gosh, he's right. I need to be great responsible. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, Spider-Man got tagged in that Insta story that was just a yearbook photo of Peter Parker with a thumbs up saying great power. <laughs> I did think it was weird that Spider-Man always just posted pictures of this guy, Peter Parker, with thumbs ups. Oh. <laughs> This guy's good. <laughs> Everyone should cut him some slack. <laughs> well. Oh, all right. Well. May the odds be ever in right. your favor. Bye, everyone. Yeah. Sleep in. 